0: Welcome to the Nurture Hub Pregnancy and Birth Podcast with your hosts Shari Lyon and
1: Nicola Lay. Together we bring over 30 years of experience in working with women and partners through education, breathing, mindfulness and evidence-based information and nurturing you through this transformation into motherhood.
0: Join us on this journey as we connect with women and partners, mentoring, supporting and navigating the ups and downs of becoming parents.
1: Welcome to episode 5, where we're going to be talking about the hormones of birth and what you need to know to get out of your own way and allow nature to do what it's designed to do.
0: This is honestly probably one of my favorite topics to talk about because so many women don't know about their ability to birth, the physiology of birth, and anything about the hormones of birth. Mm -hmm. Nicola,
1: did you know anything about the hormones of birth? Oh, a little bit because I also did hypnobirthing but I didn't really, didn't really stay in my mind past birth to be honest. <laughs> yeah and I was exactly
0: the same. I remember it being covered briefly and we talked about oxytocin and endorphins mm. but there was so there's so much more that I have learned since having another baby and then also now teaching more women and couples and there is just so much misinformation mm. or non-information that parents just aren't getting and this is the kind of information that I'm passionate about sharing because if you don't know how you're designed to birth then how do you know
1: how to work with your body absolutely I remember someone talking to me about the love hormone about the fact that we have the same hormone that you know comes into birth that we had when we made our babies and it's the same hormone that then helps us to attach to our babies when they're born. Is that right?
0: Yeah. So that's Mm. oxytocin. There's actually, and Dr. Sarah Buckley, which I would love to get Mm. on this podcast to talk more about the hormones of birth, but I've learned a lot from her. She wrote a book called Gentle Birth, Gentle Mothering. If you Mm. want to read something, put down that up the duff book and get Gentle (laughs) Birth, Gentle Mothering. Because she taught me so much about the hormones of birth and how we are designed to release these hormones. And without these hormones, labor and birth can be stalled. And we can even, in some ways, be inhibiting even ourselves, possibly going into labor. Mm. And when when you really look at it, it does all make sense. So we are designed to release this beautiful cocktail of hormones, and it's made up of endorphins which is are the pleasure hormones so mm. anytime we feel good we release endorphins yeah. so anytime we laugh if we are having a good meal mm. hugging through making love listening to music can bring on endorphins exercise mm. apparently i don't know if yeah, i release <laughs> i don't know if i release endorphins <laughs> through exercise but um so endorphins are a huge player when it comes to birth and it's the the body's natural pain relieving hormone mm. and it is actually anywhere between 20 to 40 times more powerful than morphine. Wow. So the like nature is not flawed. Nature does not want us to experience a really painful birth. No, of course it's not. So but we need, to be able, we need to be in an environment where we allow ourselves to release these beautiful hormones to reduce the pain. Um, and that's a big, mm. one of the big players in us being able to release hormones is our environment, yeah. which I'll go into. But so endorphins are the first hormone. Oxytocin is the main hormone of birth. So oxytocin is the love hormone, like you just described it. It it is what we release when we make love through nipple stimulation, through clitoral stimulation. Anytime we, like when we orgasm, we make Mm. love. And that is why normally women after an orgasm, they want to cuddle and they want to feel really (laughs) attached to their partners because that's the oxytocin that is releasing. It's the bonding hormone. Mm. And when we first met our partners, we were releasing this hormone in copious amounts. Mm. And that's nature's way of, cementing a bond a lifetime Mm. hopefully lifetime a (laughs) mating bond between you and your partner your Mm. husband or whoever it is that you've chosen to be a life partner with you have to work on that though you have to keep working on releasing that oxytocin to keep that bond but oxytocin is the main player when it comes to birth now we actually have oxytocin receptors located In the uterus, and mainly kind of down the base of the uterus. Mm. And as those, as you are getting closer to your birthing day, these oxytocin receptors open up and are getting ready to receive the oxytocin that is being released. Now, we also, your baby is also releasing oxytocin. Mm. And this is actually just new information that is coming out, um, which I. The source that I got it from was from Rachel Reed and her book, um, "Why Induction Matters." And when we went to the talk, yeah, Yeah. the talk, the talk. We went to the talk um, uh, that she had at a local hospital here, and she talks about how your baby actually is also. Maybe the one that decides when labor and birth is happening yeah. because they also release oxytocin and our, we, as their mother pick up on the oxytocin, which then stimulates our oxytocin yes, release. So there's this really intricate talking between us and our horm- hormone release and our baby's hormone mm. release, which is pretty beautiful mm. when you think about it. Again, like I, this is my favorite f- like phrase, nature is not flawed, um, but when we release that oxytocin, the receptors in the uterus receive the oxytocin, and this is what starts uterine contractions. Mm-hmm. So it gets the uterine muscles working. So without the release of oxytocin, then labor doesn't start.
1: Oh, that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. So,
0: But we need to be continually releasing the oxytocin as well during labor, mm-hmm. and that is why our environment plays such a huge role.
1: Yes, I can
0: um, see that. So I'll come back to that, but we are also – we also designed to release melatonin. So melatonin is the dark hormone. It's the yeah. hormone that we release while we sleep. And they've now found that the release of melatonin stimulates the release of oxytocin. Yes. So that's why so many women go into labor at night. Nighttime cuz it's the safest time to birth, isn't it? Yeah, it's mm. where where it's dark, we yes. are most relaxed, mm. and we release the, a big burst of oxytocin from the melatonin release about 5 hours after we go to sleep. So between that 2 and 4 a.m. Mm. You'll find that as you're getting closer from like 38 weeks, you may just all of a sudden be wide awake at 2 a.m. Well, this is the oxytocin starting to release. And you may even feel some uterine surges, contractions, but then as soon as Mm. the sun comes up and it's daylight, (laughs) the melatonin drops off so it inhibits Mm. that hormone. Mm. But don't be disheartened. The body is doing exactly what it's designed to do. Um, We are also designed to release adrenaline as well, actually, through our birth. But this is a hormone that is released kind of right before you're about to birth your baby. And it's like the body is giving you, especially if you have had a longer lab- labor, like this extra oomph to yeah. breathe and bear down and push and get that energy behind your baby. And this is where the roar of birth oh, comes love from. Love it. Yeah. So yeah. this is where we can get very vocal and raw and primal. This is the adrenaline mm. that's running through, through our body. Um, also, you're releasing relaxin. So relaxin is a hormone that helps to soften the muscles and the ligaments, especially around the pelvis, to create yes. more pelvic mobility, mm, so that the baby can release. Yeah, yeah. Come through. But we're not really, and that, that's why we're not really designed to birth on our backs on a bed. Like we are designed to use movement, and movement is what helps to create pelvic mobility. And that's why we release the relaxin. That's a whole nother episode. A whole another episode. Yeah. <laughs> so. And then there's prolactin, which is the mothering hormone. Mm. So there's this huge cocktail of hormones Mm. that we are designed to release for birth. But what is happening these days is our environment is possibly inhibiting us from releasing those hormones. Mm. So one, fear. Mm. When we fear something...
1: Our body doesn't release a love no, hormone. Absolutely not. We'll it, be in the fight-flight process exactly. the whole time. So, mm. in,
0: And again, this is an instinctual thing that our body is designed mm-hmm. to do. If we are in an environment where we don't feel safe, private, unobserved, instead we can release the stressor hormone. And the stressor hormone triggers in the brain, the reptilian brain, for us to go into a defense mechanism, which is the fight-flight-freeze yes. or appease response.
1: Yeah.
0: So. Let's think about it. Like how are most women presenting to us when they are preparing for their birth? What state are they in? Oh,
1: usually fairly fearful. Yeah. Huge, huge yeah. state of fear. Usually, yeah. yeah, unless they've worked with one of us. <laughs> <laughs> but then what what's also happening is that we are putting a lot
0: of pressure on ourselves yes. and this isn't helping ourselves either. No. We, we're kind of going, right, I'm 38 weeks. Let's go and do that acupuncture. Let's put the clary sage
1: on. Let's yeah. go for a walk. I've got Such to get this baby out that pressure what do you think that pressure is doing oh it's taking you straight back to that apparently sympathetic nervous system where you're fighting the you're fighting the dinosaur you're feeling fearful exactly you're not feeling safe to relax
0: and again that's in possibly Mm. inhibiting the hormones of birth that we need to start labor Mm. now the way that i kind of describe it um, to my class when I teach my online hypnobirthing classes or my face-to-face classes or my private classes is I kind of say to the couples like, okay, so if you were making love in the middle of a hospital (laughs) room with bright lights on, with beeping machines around you Um, people coming in that maybe, you know, midwives or doctors you've never met coming Mm. into your space, asking you questions, even wanting to examine you. Do you think you'd reach a point of orgasm? (laughs) Totally not. I I have dad say some, sometimes the other (laughs) answer, but yeah, well, like let's think about it like that Mm. for us as women to, for us to get to a peak of orgasm, we need to feel relaxed and Mm. connected with our partner and darkness tends to help. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but also, if we put too much pressure on ourselves totally. and we're trying too hard to get to that peak, it it's not going to happen. It doesn't happen, does mm, it? Not at all. Or if we're trying to rush it, mm. it's not going to happen. But when we relax and we actually allow ourselves mm. to feel the beautiful sensual touch and the actual sensations mm. of of making love and we totally let go. That's great. <laughs> yes. The best night ever or best experience ever. Yeah. Right. So this is exactly how I describe it mm. and it kind of, it makes sense. So totally why does. is it that we wouldn't do that for ourselves when we make love, but yet in birth... We just can't get there. We Never. are creating environments or we are within it's not even us creating it we are putting ourselves into an environment maybe that we're not familiar with Mm. many women don't even see the birth suites before they they go into labor totally
1: or you hear women that are in labor at home they're doing really really well they get straight into the hospital and it just all stops yes it makes a lot of sense yep yeah and we have what bright white lights on even just the beeping
0: of a heart rate monitor can totally disturb the environment and how we feel. feel
1: Clinical, doesn't it? It And not relaxed. And we are, are also
0: like stimulated if there are bright lights and if even aren't being asked questions. Mm. We should not be asked questions when mm. we are in labour and birth. Yeah, and you need to be in the zone, don't you? Well, we need to shut off that neocortex mm. and that neocortex is the thinking part of the brain and if we, are trying, if we are stimulating that too much, it could then inhibit the reptilian brain. Totally. So this is why creating an environment for yourself where you feel private safe Mm. unobserved connected with your partner and this is where please mums get your birth partners to listen to this episode it's Mm. so important that they know how to create the environment for you and that their role isn't just to stand in the corner like a pot plant their role as birth partner is to be an advocate for you they're the ones that should be answering any questions and providing you with that beautiful love and touch and, you know, the same way you made your baby with love, Mm. whether that be naturally, whether that be that you need some scientific help, your baby was still made with love. Absolutely, That is what we want to bring into the birth space. That beautiful touch, light touch, Mm. gentle kisses, feeling romantic, like creating a setting where we have, you know, dim lighting, quiet and warmth, Mm. Um, all of that is what is going to help us 100%, to release that it? cocktail of hormones. Um, mm. I even had um, a birth story. It's actually on my website. It's one of my earlier birth stories um, of a couple who they were the first ones to ever use the new birth pool that had been installed in this hospital. And this mum was laboring beautifully. She almost slept through transition. Wow. Yeah, which is one of the most intense parts of labor for, for many women. And she came out of transition and the midwives heard her starting to push. Now, the hospital had a policy that they could use it, the pool for water immersion, but not to birth in the water. And as soon as they heard her push, the midwives ran in and they said, well, you've got to get out. You've got to get out. Well, you mm. can't birth in the water. That change of environment, that panic, her whole labor stopped. Mm. Contractions, surges stopped for over an hour. They got her out of the pool. They brought the obstetrician in and he was talking about using syntocin and or pitocin if Mm. you're in the States to start the labor back up. And thank goodness that her husband knew because of what he had learned Mm. within the hypnobirthing course with me that he recognized the environmental change Mm. and he basically told everyone to get out and he started to read her a beautiful relaxation script, um, did the light touch, put her music back on. As soon as she relaxed again, her surges started. Wow. And she pushed her baby out in like three pushes. Wow. So that – and this may even relate to you. If you've had child, like babies in the past, like is this speaking to you? Did you find that maybe when you did that transfer t- to the hospital, did things mm. slow down for a little while until mm. you got settled, you know, Mm. That is very, very common. Mm. But it's recognizing and going and preparing for that. And that's why I, I just really wanted to share this information with you because I share this with my parents and it just all makes sense. And if you know about your your body, your birthing body, how you were d- designed to birth, we can absolutely release these hormones totally. by ourselves. We can release um, endorphins mm. through playing some beautiful music through having your partner do some light touch massage and um, just holding you really yeah. um and oxytocin we can release through nipple stimulation or clitoral stimulation um that's why they say make love yes, to bring you to bring on labor yeah. because if you can or- orgasm mums you're releasing oxytocin mm. um that's why you know you can do the nipple stimulation from you know mm. I, I wouldn't say start it any earlier than 40 weeks to no. be honest no. um but i think that's another thing too that maybe that a lot of us are doing is that rushing that end. we're trying to rush that mm. end where we we should really just be totally relaxing go and get a beautiful massage go mm. for a walk on the beach have a date night with your partner oh, kiss passionately yes. hold each other get excited put some music on that's going to feel like have that music like mm. of love running through you mm. um yeah we are not yeah nature is not flawed like and i'm not saying that there aren't women who you know there are some of us who have complications and we may need some help that is okay Mm. but if you have had a normal healthy pregnancy then there should be no reason why you can't approach birth and just wait and allow Absolutely. for your birthing body to dis- and your baby to-, mm. to decide
1: when their birthing day is through the release of these beautiful hormones. So um, for me, because I was induced at 40, almost 42 weeks, um, we did the hypnobirthing, so I had all the lights dimmed and things. But obviously, the hormone is different at that moment, isn't it, with induction?
0: Um, it is. So the syntocin or pitocin does act on the uterus in the same way as oxytocin, mm. but Um, what it it actually also can do is it can create a a blood brain barrier so therefore it inhibits your natural oxytocin release so natural oxytocin really is released in in waves and it goes off how you feel so Mm. your environment if even how your baby is coping with the pregnancy whereas syntocin and doesn't have that Mm. response where it can drop off and come back because it is a synthetic hormone. Mm. Um, It does act on the same way, but it is very different in other ways. Yeah, Yeah.
1: But you can still change your environment to help you support in that moment.
0: Absolutely. And, And you
1: and your partner can still create the the room as you need it to be and the touch and all those things to help to release that hormone Mm. all by itself endorphins Mm. you know during during an induced labor to help you
0: avoid having any further pain relieving hormone or at least Mm. try and avoid um, it as much as
1: possible but um Oh, what a lovely discussion. It's it's so important for women to understand this and for partners to also, like you said, understand this journey. Yeah, mm. definitely. The more you know about your birthing body, the more you can learn how to work with your
0: birthing body. And that's exactly what we're here to share. And you know, we would love to share this more with you. Please let us know if you have any questions or if there is a topic that you would like us to talk about, please um, click on the link in our show notes, Mm. come and join our online community for only $29. We're doing only this for a limited time at this offer. Um, $29. You can join our online Facebook group. We are doing, you know, weekly videos and sharing information and we're connecting with each other. And you could even come on and be mentored by Mm. one of us on our future podcast episodes It really is a time that we need to stay connected and we want to help Be part of a big community and that's what we're wanting, isn't it? Yeah, Mm. so we hope you enjoyed this episode. Please remember to subscribe and leave a review if you can. Thanks for listening.
1: We hope this episode has helped you on your own journey. We would love it if you can subscribe and leave a review and help us to spread the word of positive pregnancy and birth. We would like to
0: personally invite you to join our Nurture Hub online community where you can connect with other women and be mentored by us one-on-one in one of our future episodes. It's so important to feel connected and nurtured through this time and we would love to support you. Thanks Thanks for listening.